This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. It's Friday, May 19th. My name is Dennis, and this is your New York Daily News Week in Review. We begin on Monday as Mayor Adams's inaugural committee got socked with over $19,000 in fines for violations it committed immediately before and after his swearing in. At a Monday hearing, the city's campaign finance board found that Adams's inauguration team ran afoul of three campaign finance rules that apply to entities handling transitions and inaugurations. In one of those violations, for failing to respond to the board's information requests and for providing late responses to requests, carries the largest fine of three and will cost Adams's inauguration committee $14,400. The determination goes on to point out that the committee failed to respond to inquiries about bank statements showing deposits totaling $120,400 that were not reported and reported donations totaling $56,207 that were not reflected in its bank statements. The other two violations carry fines of $5,000 and $200 each. Meanwhile, Mayor Adams chided city council members in a private migrant crisis briefing Thursday for treating his team with, quote, total disrespect, and then threatened to have the call cut short if any of the lawmakers struck a disagreeable tone according to a recording of the meeting obtained by the Daily News. The briefing, held to provide an update on the Adams administration's migrant crisis response, came amid an increasingly pitched war of words between the mayor's team and the council of over how to accommodate the tens of thousands of asylum seekers who have arrived in the city since last spring. The tense virtual briefing came on the heels of council Democrats, led by Speaker Adrian Adams, raising concern that the mayor's administration may be signing needlessly expensive emergency contracts with construction and social services companies assisting in migrant crisis response. The council has also questioned the administration's estimate that the city will spend $4.3 billion on the migrant crisis by July 2024. And in response to an explosion of shoplifting in the city, Mayor Adams and city officials unveiled a multifaceted plan Wednesday to tap down on retail theft with an eye toward addressing root causes like poverty and drug addiction while focusing on organized gangs of thieves. The city's plan will include two diversion programs. One enables district attorneys to refer first-time offenders to nonprofit social service providers. The other would be court-mandated and employ community service, restorative justice, and career workshops as alternatives to incarceration. It will also focus on recidivist thieves who are also responsible for a disproportionate number of thefts. Adams said the NYPD would increase enforcement against repeat offenders and organized crime in the form of what the city has dubbed the Precision Repeat Offender Program, designed to better connect retailers, detectives, and prosecutors. Going to the governor, New Yorkers have soured slightly on Governor Hochul, with their favorability rating in Siena College's statewide survey slipping into negative territory for the first time, the pollster said Tuesday. 
but Hochul, who had a 40% favorability rating and a 50% job approval rating in the poll, scored strong marks for the much-delayed state budget she pushed through Albany this spring. 38% of New Yorkers said they thought the budget would be good for the state, and 26% said they thought it would be bad, according to the survey, which was conducted by phone last week. 80% supported the billion dollars Hochul secured for mental health services, 64% backed the budget deal's minimum wage hike, and 59% supported its tweaks to bail reform. Tuesday's survey results seem to signal that some New Yorkers whose views on the Democratic governor have cooled still remain relatively satisfied with the job she's doing. And finally in sports, this offseason, some thought Jets defensive end Carl Lawson could be a salary cap casualty. Instead, Lawson will remain on the Jets roster for the 2023 season. According to ESPN, the Jets and Lawson agreed to a reworked contract. And it was the Mets' debut of Justin Verlander Tuesday night at Citi Field. The three-time Cy Young Award winner, who was signed to be the Mets' second ace, gave up two home runs to the Tampa Bay Rays and was booed off the field. The Mets eventually got the series win against the Rays Wednesday, their first since April 19th. The hero from Wednesday's win may have busted out of his slump as Pete Alonso homered again after blasting a three-run walk-off homer the night before. For full stories on these and more topics and the latest breaking news from New York's hometown newspaper, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at nydailynews. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.